What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently as you hear me messing with my notes. Uh, this is part one. Just in case you guys missed my AEW Revolution picks or predictions, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm doing this week making a two-part episode. So episode one, part one of it, will drop on Sunday. So the match of the month will drop as well as part one of this episode then part two will be all about aw revolution because i finally will get a chance to actually order the pay-per-view since it's on sunday and so i didn't want to wait until after aw revolution to record the whole thing and i just didn't want to do that so anyways it's part one and part two um and then also on wednesday it's the review of a batman which actually i recorded just a few minutes ago I uh, took a break, and now I'm going to record this. So let's get right to this. So we're gonna. this is, this is going to be WWE heavy, just so you guys know. So it was reported earlier in the week that Vince was going to give Ricochet a big push because he's technically the second biggest babyface behind Drew McIntyre on the SmackDown brand. And it was proven because as of this recording, um, Ricochet defeated Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title. So we already knew that... Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville was going down at WrestleMania. Now you do, don't have to make it a title match. Now you can put Ricochet in a ladder match or a multi-man match and have him defend it against a lot of different people. But this is his second time with singles gold. He is a former United States champion. I believe he's a two-time United States champion, if I'm not mistaken. Because I believe he beat Samoa Joe for it. And then Joe beat him. And then he beat Joe to become a two-time U.S. champion. And then he lost the U.S. title to AJ Styles, if I'm not mistaken. So congratulations to Ricochet. They're finally doing something with him. I mean, here's my thing, dude. He's one of those guys that if he ever hits the indie scene again, which I could see him doing, I don't see him signing with AEW. I see him just going. I could see him pulling the Matt Cardona and going to every promotion possible, making as much money as possible, and just getting a bunch of great matches in with gold. He already, he's already done that, but I can see him just doing it even more. So, Meltzer, this is what I need to talk about the most. I know the big news is ROH has been bought yet. Yeah, who gives a fuck? This right here is what I was just saying. Now, first of all, I made a mistake last week when I said it wasn't going to be... It, I, I made a mistake. It is going to be a unification match. But then, the report from Meltzer, and this blows my mind, which is why I said this makes no sense, is the fact that Meltzer reported that even though this is a unification match at the end of WrestleMania 38, night two, there will still be two world champions on both brands. This will not be a case where Reigns will win and then be a traveling champion. So essentially what they're going to do is unify the Universal and the WWE title and just make it the WWE Universal title or whatever, right? It's some stupid fucking name. But it'll be an iteration of the WWE Championship, right? Then they're just going to give another belt. Like, I mean, before they did, the example he used was a terrible example, in my opinion. But I got his point. He said, uh, what happened was, during the first brand split, Brock was the champion and said, I'm not traveling. So then they essentially gave the belt to Triple H. Now, I didn't know this fun fact until this week when I was listening to, was it? It wasn't an RVD interview. It was someone else talking. It was an insider. I can't remember the name, so just whatever. Sorry. He had this, this, this insider, I think it was a writer at the time, said, oh, yeah, the original plan was for RVD to win the World's Heavyweight Championship. It was never meant just to be handed over to Triple H. 
it was supposed to be, okay, cool. We have this new world title. Let's make Triple H versus RVD. But then apparently Triple H had like went into the writer's room when Vince was in the room with the writers. And politic just to have the belt handed to him, which I believe 100%. Anyways, so apparently that's what's going to happen here is that there will be some type of tournament or something like that that will lead to a brand new world champion on Raw. Because I'm, assu- I'm assuming Reigns is winning. And the visual of Reigns... I- I'll have to assume this, right? Here's the best scenario I can think of. Reigns defeats Brock Lesnar. You see the sight of him having both titles. This reign of dominance has finally culminated. This is the culmination of that reign of dominance, right? And then I'll have to assume... Best case scenario, Rock comes out and you have the stare off as Mania 38 ends, which is essentially the way it's set up Mania 39. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario, Reigns or holds up the belts and then they, he just says, I don't want, I'm not traveling, boom, boom. Another worst case scenario is Rock having both belts. It would make no fucking sense. Now, he is, for him, this is the most he's been on television <clears throat> has to be 20 years dude he's been on raw and smackdown more now than ever which i'm assuming once mania 38 happens <coughs> excuse me he's gonna be he's gonna be in ghost mode again i would have to assume that um but this is why i was not a fan of you to find these damn titles because it just they're just gonna be split apart that's why everyone's like oh they need to unify them and no 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 yeah, whatever. Get over yourself. But I knew, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to spend much time on it. I'm going to rant about it for a few minutes and let it go. Because it just, it makes no fucking sense. So anyways, we're done. Cain Velasquez is in jail for attempted murder. Uh, apparently, he was shooting at a, a person that uh, sexually assaulted a 14-year-old member of his family. I mean, prayers out to that that person uh, when that situation happened. Um... To, that they recover from him mentally and physically, and also just, uh, I, I don't know what I would do in a situation. I know these are touchy topics, and uh, I will say this about he. Let me say this <laughs> in the right, politically correct way. I don't think Kane Velasquez was wrong, in my opinion, um, but I do hope that he does not end up in jail for a long time due to this. You know, uh, our timbers can get the best of us, better of us. And I do hope and pray that he just can somehow um, cut a deal or something. Because if this act actually happened, which I would assume it did, uh, man, yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. But I definitely want to acknowledge it because so many people acknowledge it to me. I just praise it for his family. You know, the other person, I have no words for them. So anyways, uh, Samoa Joe revealed... After he won the NXT Heavyweight Championship, we finally get the explanation now. He had popped positive for COVID, and then him and Vince had a conversation. And when Vince told him about the new direction, according to Joe, he willingly gave up the NXT title so that way he could fit his vision. I mean, Joe's always been politically correct and very, very, just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Diplomatic. I remember when he was on Steve Austin's podcast many, many years ago. His interview was so boring. And I think he must have been in a car or something because it was it was terrible. It was one of the worst interviews. People think the John Moxley interview was bad or Dean Ambrose, whatever you want to call him. That Samoa Joe interview was pretty, it was short and bad because he, was, he wasn't really saying anything. And then 
and I'm not respecting anyone to just like delight, like just to constantly have shell out dirt on people or anything like that. But like, I expect you to say fucking something, and, and, it's, and it felt like to me, Austin and him had talked before he got on the show, and someone just said, "Hey, these are things I don't want to talk about." And then Austin just acts. It felt like it felt like you were on the first date, and it's like, "Yeah, you like to cook? Me too. Yeah." Yeah, I use garlic a lot. Yeah, it's like who gives a fuck? It was so boring and so bad. So I, I, that's why I think happened. Um, but he's always been very diplomatic. So I don't know if I even believe this. I mean, me personally, I, I the interview I'm still waiting for is the Bray Wyatt interview. He's he's being quiet on purpose. He's focusing on other shit. Like to me, like that's the interview I really want to hear because you could, he's gonna he's gonna dish some shit out. I can see it. We all know that, right? Um. But yeah, I just didn't care for this at all. So, but yeah, that 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 makes sense, I guess. Anyways, Lisette Pinada, Pinad, I'm gonna say it's wrong. Pinida, uh, the former executive assistant for Triple H, has been let go as Triple H is not seen as being anywhere near close to returning full time to his position. And she was like one of his top advisors and trusted people. And the, 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 this is not a surprise. The Triple H regime is just gone now. You know. And I and I doubt he's ever coming back. I, oh, I I do believe when he makes appearances, he will be or in his first appearance, he will be very much welcomed back with open arms. I don't think it'll be anything like his 2002 return, you know, uh, before the Royal Rumble. But that was a that was a different time, a different place, uh, which is sad. Uh, more news and notes. Alexa Bliss supposedly, reportedly, per PW Insider, her next program is not likely to be until after Mania 38, which is Weird to bring her back just to lose and do stupid vignettes, but whatever, you know. Bailey is set to return, but not until the day after Mania, which that will make the second WrestleMania in a row with no Bailey. Last year's WrestleMania, she was a healthy scratch. She was interviewing people. Reasons? Asuka is said to be healthy and ready to go, waiting on WWE creative, but she has rebutted that by saying she is not ready to go, so... Do with that information what you will. NXT. Carmelo Hayes defeated Pete Dunne to retain his NA champ- his North American Championship. And now will defend it in a ladder match at TakeOver. So that's going to be a fun match to watch out for. The WrestleMania lineup as of now for Saturday is Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, versus Drew McIntyre. That is a WrestleMania match. That is like when you have the Booty Man versus... Hulk Hogan for the WCW Heavyweight Championship at Starcade. I'm going to leave that there. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the Women's Championship SmackDown. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair is also on the same night, which surprised me. But that's for the, also another Women's Championship. And the Mysterios and Paul, excuse me, the Mysterios versus uh, Logan Paul and The Miz. I will say this right now. Night one of WrestleMania, if they they're not gonna first of all they're not gonna sell out. And if they told me they sold out, I need to see pictures of your numbers because I don't believe you. Right? This looks pretty fucking weak though. This first night is not appealing to me at all. Like I will watch Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Um, it just this just looks boring as fuck. Jesus Christ, this is terrible. Anyways, let's get to some raw notes. The Street Profits have defeated 
RK Bro reportedly, thanks to PW Insider, they had to do a on-the-fly call as Randy Orton took a frog splash the wrong way from Montez Ford. Everyone noticed immediately, and uh, the Street Profits got the win. Apparently, RK Bro were scheduled to win with dueling RKOs. So um, I hope he's not. I hope Orton isn't hurt before WrestleMania because you know I'd love to see him in a match. To after we, after I just told you about night one of WrestleMania, we they need as much star power as possible. Jesus, DH Christ. Uh, Finn Balor wins the U.S. title his third uh, singles title. There, he is a believe it or not, folks. <laughs> Finn Balor is a former Intercontinental Champion as he defeated Bobby Lashley for it at WrestleMania. What three years ago? Two years ago now? It has to be three years ago now. Um. But he becomes a 100th U.S. champ in history. Damian Priest turns heel in the process, which you kind of saw coming from a mile of fucking way, but reasons. Styles versus AJ. Uh, listen to that. AJ Styles versus Edge set for WrestleMania as Edge turned heel. So we now know the dynamic. It'll be AJ Styles as the face versus Edge the heel. I still think, and I heard a few podcasters say this: how no one loses and the fans went. Bullshit. Um, AJ Styles needs to win this. He can't keep losing the fucking legends and Hall of Famers, dude. Like, literally, he did nothing right against the Undertaker. Every time, he just got killed by the Undertaker. And I get it. It's what AJ Styles wanted to do. Edge is around for a lot longer. Edge is going to be wrestling part-time for the next 10 years. Edge needs to lose this match. And if they have another match, they can then do a trilogy like he did with Seth Rollins, which was a great trilogy. He won that trilogy, though. Which it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like when I hear Brock say, Help, get, get yourself over. Nah, nah, dude, go swallow. Come. Seriously. Like, you guys aren't even active like that. Like, you guys are active for a time period when you have a cool story going or when you have a story going. I mean, that'd be cool. Then you guys are gone for six months. AJ Styles just re-signed with the company. Let him have his t- Let him have his victory. You know, and you guys can even have this thing where they tie. But, like, he's already won the feud with Seth Rollins. He doesn't need to be more active rosters. Than, I just don't believe that. I have a feeling Edge is going to win, which is going to be stupid. But, I mean, this is going to be a good match. But AJ Styles needs to win. So, there you go. Vince, during his interview with Pat McAfee, first of all, he dodged every AWROH question he could, which I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was really hilarious but then he made pat mcafee an offer for a match at wrestlemania which we kind of saw what this is kind of going as it's official for wrestlemania pat mcafee versus austin theory which we knew he wasn't going to be wrestling fucking Vince man which thank god for that some more news and notes biff busick caught covid and he was out of the wxw tourney um that's actually going on as i'm recording this right now Roderick Strong made his NXT UK debut debut this week. Ugh. Cody is still uncertain for the WWE, even though internally he's listed. Like people have felt like he's lost leverage somehow. I, I was trying to do research before I went live with this. I'm gonna do more research, and if I find more on part two when I record it on Monday, I will let you guys know. Tony Khan buys ROH and it's not just a video library it is the intellectual property and is unknown as of right now if this means the supercard is going to happen WrestleMania weekend I, 
I would assume it will happen, but we don't know. Um, I don't. I mean, the only thing to, to me feels like, and I don't know what to think about right now. So I'm not even gonna give my opinion on. It. I'm literally gonna wait maybe a week or two before I give my full thoughts on this. However, my thought in the moment was this was an important buy for oh, for not important, but it was a good buy for Khan because remember, ROH owned the All In pay per view. That was an ROH production. If you guys haven't seen it or if you did see it, the reason why some people were always... I remember some people didn't know it was produced by ROH. And, like, a lot of times, people are like, man, this looks just like ROH television. It's because it was their people. At the time, remember, the Bucks, Omega, Cody, Hangman were all in some form or fashion in ROH. So, I don't know what to think about this right now. I'm trying to give my full thoughts on it uh, together. Um, but with the Batman coming out this week and me overanalyzing that and some other things i just haven't had time to focus on it so uh, if i do have more thoughts i will definitely record them with my aew revolution so uh review so yeah don't worry about that right now i'll give myself a little more time to think about it rampage we saw christian cage win a spot in the face of the revolution ladder match the winner gets a tnt title match you know, I, I thought this, I thought this would be a spot for Swerve Confident to come in, as he's known on Instagram. But I don't know who wins this match. And, and I have to say this. I saw some new figures from the Elite Fan Fest. Boy, oh boy. Those figures look ugly. Like, Christian looks like he's 80 years old. These, like, these, like, this, this looks... These new... The, the only wave that I was ever going to buy the entire wave is, like, Wave 9, right? Is it wave nine of un, of um unmatched, unrivaled? Excuse me. Um, it has Ricky Starks, Thunder Rosa, Eddie Kingston, um, Christian Cage, and Brian Cage, and like one other person. No, I think that's it. Dude, all those figures look so terrible. Like they have Eddie Kingston. He, he Eddie Kingston looks like a generic rapper in the nineteen nineties. He looks fucking terrible. I, I have to imagine, and I remember this now. And here's what I was thinking about because I was talking to Figure Four about this. We we're making fun of it. I remember before I was I was at uh, C2E2 2020, and that happened pretty much a month before we shut down the world shut down. I remember they had this uh, stand with the the the, the unrivaled ring, the little small ring, and the Bucks and Cody and Brandy. I remember seeing the figures. Mm, Eight months later, seven months later, eight months later, they looked a little different. You know, I remember they weren't as polished. And even then, the first wave wasn't as polished. Like, if you look at, I still have all my first wave figures. They weren't very polished. So I'm hoping that's what this is, is just the prototype just to show off. Because I think that's what they're doing there. But oh my God, those figures look fucking terrible. Speaking of figures, Brody uh, Lee and Negative One, his son, have a ringside exclusive figures uh that's that's cool i'm not gonna get it i have my brody lee as we've all as i've already explained numerous times on the show i just like having doubles but i think it's cool that the son gets one and that that's gonna be something that he's gonna cherish the rest of his life that's just fucking cool last note from rampage sammy guevara retains his titles I'm saying Tiles is going to be a smart ass right now. At the end of the match, he tries to shake Darby's hand. Because remember, they're in a trios match this weekend. It's uh, Hardy, Andrade El Didolo, and Isaiah Cassidy. 
versus Darby Young, Sting, and fucking Sammy. And Sammy said, hey, man, great match. Goes to shake his hand. Darby refuses to shake his hand. What an interesting development that is. Looking forward to that. So, interesting. Final notes. Vince McMahon is going to be the one to induct The Undertaker himself. Vince has only inducted one other person, and that was Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, this is a big deal, I'm sure, for The Undertaker to have the man to induct him. And final note on episode one, the next guest on the Stone Cold Broken Skulls podcast will be Bully Ray, the man who says some of the dumbest shit until Ric Flair's podcast drops that week, will be on the show. I'm interested interested to see how they edit this. I'm interested to see how they do this. So, anyways, that is part one. Check this out on Sunday with the match of the month. I know some people... Um, have podcasting apps that like when a new episode drops the old one kind of goes away so just be aware of that um otherwise you know how you guys can make this happen like subscribe and follow so i will talk to you guys on monday i am so chemical this is i see things a little differently <laughs>